Aloha, everyone, and welcome back to the High Connect Podcast, a weekly podcast where all we do is win bodyboarding competitions and tear it up at Pipeline. And hey, no one does that better than our guest today, the 2019 Women's Bodyboarding World Champion and three-time Pipeline Champion, Mrs. Ayaki Suzuki Curley. How are you nice doing today? Nice to meet you. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me today. I'm super excited. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to have you because, I mean, world champion is not something to, like, joke about. You know, that's, like, a really, really big thing. You're the best in the world at what you're doing, which is bodyboarding, which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, right? thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really respect that because... Uh, let me give you my background, I guess, in the bodyboarding yeah. really fast. So uh, if you could humor me for a little bit back in high school, which was a while ago for me, like probably 10 years now, I was kind of a little bit into the bodyboarding scene, but oh. nowhere near the level of you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It was more like recreational. And I was doing it for like fun with my cousins and stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, I grew up on Kauai. Have you ever? Oh, my God. Have you, have you been? Yeah, of course. I love Kauai. There's so many good bodyboard out there. That's have you been to Southside before? Yes, I do. Okay. They have a competition like every summer. So I always go there to visit. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Where? Uh, what spot? Do you mind me asking? Is that one? At? Uh that was a PK. PKs. Oh, okay, yes. so that's pretty close to where we were. Yeah, oh, exactly. Cool. Yeah, so we used to go down there all the time. I would catch the bus with my cousin and go down. Uh, and yeah, it was just something that we did for fun. I didn't think of it as like anything like uh, more than that. I guess like yeah. I wasn't serious about it. Like you, it was just something more like recreational. Um, never got into like the surfing side though. So I have a question for you. How did you pick up bodyboarding and like, have you ever thought about going the surfing route or were you always into the bodyboarding route? Well, I'm somehow always into the bodyboard. Mm-hmm. I think it's because why is my home break in Japan is like really tiny wave. And oh. also my mom was already doing a bodyboard before me. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in the family? Yeah. So oh, okay. my mom influenced me a lot and then take me to the bodyboard when I was young. So that's like automatic like start bodyboarding right right that yeah. makes sense so you're from japan then yes you're born and raised born and raised japan uh do you mind me asking what part of japan yeah sure so i'm from kanagawa, kanagawa. like next to tokyo oh okay and so mm-hmm. the surf over there it's not really like big waves then yeah my home called shonan and there's like a really big beach but very small very small <laughs> yeah, like very what are we small. talking like two two to three foot faces not four even foot? really not even. yeah wow. it's like um it's like a queens you know oh okay yeah but the queens is m- more likely consistent oh i see wow yeah. interesting so you started off over there yes. which must I, I can't really uh, imagine how that goes because you went from that like one to two foot waves and then you're going to bodyboarding pipeline. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, yeah? <laughs> right? Like I can't even imagine too, like back in the days, you know? So when did you start getting into like bigger waves then or like bigger like surf, I guess? Right. So I used to like small wave, of course, uh-huh. because I grew up there. But I started following the competition in a world tour. Then like, okay, I have to deal with a big wave. Uh-huh. Then I had to start practice about the big wave. So slowly by slowly, step by step, like, you know, medium size and a little bigger, right. little bigger, you know, just push my limit. So there is places in Japan where there is better surf then or like hmm. bigger surf. Yeah, it's not really we have it. That's why I had to start traveling around the world. Oh, oh, I see. So in Japan, yeah. there's is there like a really big scene for bodyboarding in Japan too? Or because there's not a lot of surf, I mean, not a lot of big waves, then uh, it, it's not as big mm. as other places. Yeah, so actually bodyboard was super, super big back in the 90s. In Japan? In Japan, yes. Oh, but okay. most for the women's, not as much like we have a men's. Right. But there's a really big scene. But still now, like, we have a lot of good women's bodyboard out there. So it's still, oh. I can say, bigger. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, that's interesting to know because, yeah, it's really, like, crazy to think that you wanted to, like, compete uh, at that level, right? High level. And 
in your home country, there wasn't really waves to support you, like, you know, yeah. to. Yeah. So when did you start? Did you start traveling to Hawaii more or like, did you start going to like, I, I don't know whether they're. Um, yeah. spots there are. <laughs> well, so the Hawaii is like, you know, like really famous spot, all the pro surfer coming. So it was a little bit too high level for me when I was young. Uh-huh. So I started from like Indonesia, oh, Indonesia, you know, like a little consistent, like overhead wave oh. and start Indonesia, Mentawai or like even Portugal or somewhere around there. Oh, okay. Okay. And then create my confidence first, right. then start to coming back to Hawaii. That's so insane because yeah. for a lot of the people growing up over here, right, we, we are blessed to have like a lot of beginner oh, spots, yes. intermediate spots, and then also like expert spots. So yeah. we don't need to like travel very far. You I know? know. I'm yeah. so jealous, but I'm here now. So I, I'm super happy. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that's awesome. So when did you start, I guess, your bodyboarding career? How old are you? Yeah. So I started bodyboarding around eight years old. Okay. And that year I already started to compete. So I can say I started eight years old. <laughs> wow. That you, so you were... Is that considered professional at eight? It's no, not, it wasn't competition like professional competition. Oh, okay. It was like a kids competition. Ah, I see. I yeah. see. <laughs> That's awesome though. That's cool. And then when did you start getting into like the actual like tour? You know, the women's tour. Yeah. So they have a Japanese professional tour okay. in Japan, and that's I started to join like around maybe fifteen years old, and in the same year uh, I started to join a world tour. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And then when did when was a uh, 2019 was when you won your world championship, right? Yeah. How does one become a world champion, Ayaka? What does it mean? Oh Do you have to God. win like the most competitions in a year or? Yeah, so they have like a couple competition, like around five to 10 competition. Okay. And then pick for like four best result and then make a ranking and then you can get the world title. Oh, so you have to win a lot of competitions then? Yeah, usually, yeah. So in that year when you won uh, world champion, how many tournaments did you win? I competitions. don't remember, but I believe it was like a two or something. Oh, okay. It was a four competition count, so it was good enough. Two winning two win. and then like a two podium. Oh, okay, okay. So, so like, like second or third, right? Yes. Ah, okay. That's crazy. And then one thing that I did see and I was kind of confused about is I think after 2019, you decided to retire or something? Yes, I know. Wait, it, how does that work? It's just like uh, in my bodyboard career, it's been like competition all my life, you right. know? So I got like a little tired. Also, oh. like I have a lot of pressure from the sponsors. Oh. But I really appreciate they support me. Uh-huh. But also, I wanted to create a like, new career. Oh, okay. So, like, yeah, I decided to move Hawaii and, like, everything changed. So, like, I just say, like, I'm kind of retired. But what I just saw recently is you went to a competition in New Jersey, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, where's the retirement there? <laughs> that was, like, a really, like, a exciting, like, fun competition for me because uh-huh. they invited me to join the competition. Uh-huh. So, like, okay, but if you invite me, like, I don't want to compete in the women's, so let me join to the men's. That more excite me. Right. Know? Right. And so for the people that are listening that aren't like following Ayaka and don't really know uh, this competition that she entered, she actually entered into that men's competition and she won. She won both the men's and women's divisions. Yes, yes. I did. She beat all the boys, guys. Somehow. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the competition is called the Belmar Pro. Is that correct? Yes, correct. Yeah. So she won that, which is insane. And I think there was also like I was reading or when I was doing my research about you. Uh, you also like won a couple heats, I guess, at Pipeline. Yes, I did. Men as well? Yeah, that was crazy. That was. <laughs> that was so, are crazy. you? Are is that common where women are able to enter men's competitions or? Well, it wasn't common. So the Pipeline competition was the first time I joined a com- uh, competition in the men's, 
and I won somehow in a men's heat yeah. in a pipeline. That was really crazy. But they say it's like a first time in history. So I don't know, but they say that. So, so what were the guys like? Were they like, what the heck just happened? Well, they look like really like not happy, of course. <laughs> really? They're like, oh, they want to hide. You know? Really? Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Of they don't want to lose in a women's season. Right. But I mean, so we're in an age where like, you know, part of the culture now is like men and women should be equal. Right. Yeah. So that's pretty cool that you could like break that like gender barrier. Right. And just mm-hmm. show like if, when it comes to surfing or bodyboarding, whatever it may be. Uh, you can kind of transcend gender in that, as, um, you know, that aspect. So that's that's really amazing, to be honest. Um, I really yeah. wish I knew who was competing against you because yeah, I, I would like to talk to them <laughs> and see, like, you know, their own thoughts. Yeah. But, I mean, that's awesome. So you are still considered retired then. You just kind of did that one Delmar Pro for fun. Yeah, just for fun and then for promote bodyboarding out there more because mainland, they don't have much women's bodyboarders. That's oh. why they want me, you know, to go there. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So... So would you say like the biggest scene for women's bodyboarding is where in probably Japan? Really? Yeah, women's. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I saw one of the things that was interesting was um f- when you won the world championship, weren't you the first uh, woman to win from Japan? Yes, it was. So even though the scene is really big in Japan, there hasn't been like a very dominant female bodyboarder. Yeah. So back in like ninety or two thousand, they have so many like Japanese women's competitors in the world tour, uh-huh. but they kind of all retired now, and uh-huh. then we are like next generation. Yeah. And we have some of them really good and competing in the world tour, but somehow like nobody did it yet. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. So the scene is like biggest in Japan, but it w- took a while before somebody actually dominated. Yeah, you know, in the sport. maybe just like we had a like walls, you know, oh, like they think they cannot do that. Like so, even right. surfing too, you know, some finally they got into the Olympic Games. So like they kind of like break through the um, walls right now. But before, maybe it wasn't. So. That was actually so uh, one thing that I know from sports, because I, I do like to study sports and like history of sports and stuff is um, that wall is a really like really like important thing, because mm-hmm. one of the things that it took like humanity forever to do was run a four minute mile. Nobody yeah. thought that was possible for the longest time. And then somebody, once somebody broke that four minute mile, I think he ran it in like 358 or something. Uh, everybody started doing it afterwards. Exactly, yeah. Because they knew they can at yes. that point, right? So maybe it's the same thing for you where you're the catalyst, right? So J- Japan won and now it's like, oh, okay, I can do it too. If Ayaka can do it, then I can exactly. do it. Exactly. So like it's f- good things is like I won a world title in 2018. Oh, in 18. Sorry, yeah, my it bad. it was 18. I thought it was 19. And then like next year, 2019, my best friend, Sari, she became a world champion too. Japan. Yes. Wow, so back-to-back years. Yeah, like, she even even told me, like, uh, I didn't even think, like, she can do it. But I did it, so, like, she's, like, awake and, like, oh, my God, like, we can do it. Wow, okay. So that's crazy that, yeah, back-to-back years after all of those years of not having. super cool. So, in okay, so that was 2018 you won, sorry. I thought it was 2019. Then 2019, your best friend won. We get to 2020, which is COVID year. Yes. Did they cancel all the tours and stuff? Yeah, unfortunately, we didn't have a tour. Mm. And this year, 2021, we didn't have a tour either. Oh, so literally the last two winners then are J- Japan. And then it hasn't, there's been no competition since yeah, to find out who's next. Yeah, we still fought it. Ah, okay. So 
Have you been keeping up, even though you were like quote unquote retired? I think you would probably still say you were like, uh, you know, doing it recreationally, still bodyboarding for fun, right? Yeah, I love bodyboarding. I can't, you know, I can't quit bodyboarding. For right, sure. right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's just part of you already. It's yes. in the blood. So um, when all of this stuff with COVID was happening, you know, uh, I think the, at one point the beaches were shut down, right? So oh, you, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah I was, was in Maui that time. So it was kind of cool, actually. Huh? That it was shut down? Why <laughs> would that be cool? cool? It's it just because in the water, they don't they don't have a rule, right? So we can be in the water oh. surfing. Oh, that yeah. was, oh, I, didn't, I forgot you could still go out into the ocean. Yeah, so we could still surfing, but the beach was empty. So for us, it's like, wow, like this is really cool, you know? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So would you say that it was more crowded out, you know, where the breaks are and stuff? Or was it less? Yeah. Actually, in the water, it's a little more clouded because everybody's, you know, just... Oof. Nothing to do, and then they just go to the water. Oh, okay. And so was that the same for Japan as well, that you could uh, go into the ocean or no? Everything was Japan closed. was a little more complicated than here. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, I think they had a lot of rules, and then they couldn't surf, actually, I think. Oh, dang. Yeah. So your best friend was just not training at all then? Yeah, probably for a couple months. Dang. that's mm-hmm. That must be really hard, because I feel like this is like a sport where you need to keep doing it consistently or else mm-hmm. you're going to lose your edge, right? Yeah, so definitely hard for them for sure. But they decided to travel around the world while that time. So I think they're fine. So have have they like came out, uh, you had people come out to, uh, to Hawaii to surf oh, they when they were shut down? come to Hawaii, but they oh. always like, they kind of go to the Indonesia or like Mexico. Is the surf really good there at Indonesia? It's really good. It's very consistent. Oh, yeah. but is there actually like a surfing scene in Indonesia, like the Indonesia people? Do, is there a lot of surfers there? There's a lot of surfers, but there's no bodyboarder. Okay, so that's what I want to ask you yeah. too, because <laughs> one of the things that um, when I was like, you know, bodyboarding in high school and stuff and just yeah. doing it for fun, one of the things I always remembered is I felt kind of like embarrassed because it was always like just a couple bodyboarders and then oh. there's so many surfers. Yeah. So did you ever like feel like, because you, you surf pipeline and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're out there, I don't see very many bodyboarders either. So do you feel like you're like, it's us against them kind of thing? Or like, is there like, everybody's kind of like more just chill and everybody's like accepting now of it or what's it like? Well, it's definitely have like a little tiny walls for sure, like surfer and bodyboarder. Uh-huh. But I try to not feel that walls and trying to not create that things. Uh-huh. So I'm, I feel comfortable all the time in the water. You feel comfortable? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. And I'm, I mean, it shows because you're really good at the sport, you know. So I think even if surfers are kind of like oh, looking down at bodyboarding or whatever, Usually. you know, <laughs> yeah, which is not not good. I mean, it's just when you're out there, what the end goal is is you want to ride the wave yeah. you know doesn't matter what tool you're using a surfboard yeah, totally. or a bodyboard you just want to be out there and do the same thing um so i always yeah i got that weird hesitation where it must be like a us versus them thing but that's cool to hear that you have like no like hesitation out there yeah yeah you, but i'm sure there's a lot of other people probably that do because mm-hmm. one of my things i think when i was uh bodyboarding i used to go south side but every time i felt like i saw like a lot of surfers out there i would just get like uh, let's go find a different spot, uh, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think, I don't know if that's just a cultural thing or maybe it's just because I was young, but I feel like it's just, I don't see a lot of bodyboarders out in the ocean. Any, like, oh, wow. Even Kauai? Uh, certain spots. Certain like spot, the yeah, yeah. But it's, Boogie spot. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. There's like specialized spots because yeah. the waves are smaller. Um, surfers want to go to like bigger waves and mm-hmm. stuff too. So it's more like, yeah, the fun spots. But uh, yeah, in Oahu, I don't really see too much bodyboarding. It, I think there is like people are in a certain spot, like you said, oh, like okay, Sunny same Beach thing. or you know, like West Side or Pipeline, like wherever like good for the bodyboard that people go There's there. There's a lot of bodyboarders at Pipeline. Yeah, there. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Huh. But they choose the time. Like I think oh. they don't want to compete with a surfer too. Oh, okay. So, like, so there yeah. is something like that. Yeah, they only go like super duper early morning mm. or like uh, midday. You know, they pick the time. Oh, okay, mm. okay. I see. So there's kind of like an unwritten law, like yes. you know, like okay, well, you can go in the early morning, but when mm. we come out, ah, that's very interesting. Yeah, I do that too. So oh, you do that too. Okay, yeah. see, so that you yeah, it's just like a non-conflict thing because I feel like sometimes surfing can get very aggressive. That's why mm, they are yeah. aggressive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. And they have a bigger board so yeah they can like, like take way easier yeah, so like okay exactly <laughs> you know? exactly, exactly. Yeah. that was one thing that i always like found that was like difficult too for bodyboarding is like when you're actually paddling out and stuff um it's a lot harder than if you're on a surfboard yeah it's different yeah <laughs> yeah and it's, it's crazy though because usually you have fins but even the mm-hmm. with the fins you still travel a lot slower than with the surfboard yeah it's just because the board is really tiny than uh-huh. the surfboard so it just doesn't give you speed you know right and and mainly like when you're you're paddling out too, you're u- mainly using your legs, right? You're yes. not. And then uh, the other side is surfing. You're usually using your arms only. Um, yeah. Oh, see, that's completely different, then. Yeah, totally different. Yeah. And we don't stand up too, so like it's right. just different. I mean, you could stand up. I've seen people drop knee. Yeah. So my <laughs> husband is really good about the stand up bodyboard, oh, and really? also drop knee, and ah. he's a champion of stand up boogie and drop knee in here. Wait, there's there's an actual competition that's designed for just drop knee and, yes. and stand. Really? We do. Yeah, we do. Wow. Yeah, they do in the Sandy Beach half point. Okay. And they used to do in Alamona Bowls. And they used to have like Kauai and Big Island. But they don't have a compete like much now. Oh. But they actually have like stand-up boogie division, drop knee division, uh-huh. and plone division. Oh, okay. So... Do you do drop knee and stand up too or not really? Sometimes. Really? For fun. Yeah. <laughs> For fun. <laughs> For fun. Because <laughs> it's completely different when I think about it. I don't even know how you can stand up boogie. That yeah. seems so hard. Try it. It's so fun. There's no way I could now. No, you can't. <laughs> I haven't bodyboarded in forever. But yeah, I've, I remember I think I could drop knee before. That wasn't too bad because it's like kind of just, you know, propping yourself up. Yeah. But to get to standing, that's so interesting because even like i remember like you had the cord that's why mm-hmm. you put it around your arm right the cord's not very long so i, I feel long. like yeah so when you're standing up and if, is the cord not on or is it on it's actually like a cord to help you stand up and oh. control the board oh because you can kind of pull it yeah because it's really the board is really short so uh-huh. like you kind of want pull it to nose up to not like Go into the water, right? Because it's know? way. It's not because the bodyboard is not designed like a surfboard. Where yeah, standing up shouldn't be possible. Not. <laughs> so that's crazy that your husband, uh, Mac. Well, shout out to Mac, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout did. out to Mac. He he's good, or he's won the cha- uh, competitions for stand up and yeah. drop knee. It's crazy. Like you see him, like looks like he used surfboard. Really? Yeah. And so how come, well, he's not here. I wish I could talk to him too. Maybe we'll get him on another yeah, podcast. Another but time. my thinking is, uh, so how come he never got into surfing, surfing then? If he does stand up boogie, well, is it? it's so funny things. He started surfing first. Oh. Yeah. And then he switched to the bodyboard because he said like bodyboard, you can do brown, drop knee, stand up boogie. You can do air. You can do small wave, slab. So like everything he wanted to do, he can do in a boogie. Oh, yeah. that's very interesting. Because yeah, there's. Yeah, you can get a lot of air with the boogie board, too. You can't get a lot of air with the surfboard. Oh, my God. So fun. (laughs) You can do that, then. (laughs) So fun. Is there, like... So how is, like, the grading or, like, the competition, right? This is me talking as a novice. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything. So when you're, uh, you know, you're in a competition... Does how does the point scored? Is it by like height of the wave, difficulty? If you like drop knee or if you stand mm-hmm. up, does that give you bonus points? If you have air at the end, does that bonus points? How does this work? Well, so they're like a ten point maximum for each wave, yeah. Yes. So they 
check like a power and speed and oh. how critical you do the maneuver, oh. how clean the maneuver are, uh -huh. and of course how big is maneuver are. So they judge those kind of stuff and then they give you point. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So does the length of how long you stay on the wave too like? Count? They don't really count that one. Oh, mm -hmm. okay, okay. Because I feel like for surfing, then the rules must be a little bit different. I think so. Yeah. Oh, so it's way different then. Yeah, a little different. Like different maneuver and then like the wave is different too. So uh -huh. I think they just like. Really different. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's that's really interesting to know because yeah, it's such a foreign thing to me, and I always like see the competitions and stuff, and I'm like, I don't understand how they're judging this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> more know? likely like they judge like a gymnastic, you know. So it's all subjective. It's based off the judge. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And you have multiple judges, and then they take like the highest score or whatever. Exactly. Okay. You mind if I tell you a story about um, the time I almost died bodyboarding? Of course, tell me about it. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if I ever talked about this before. This is okay. this is really embarrassing for me. So, uh, like I said in high school, I used to like uh, try to bodyboard or whatever. And then one day, for whatever reason, I was by myself. I, ha I had my board, but I didn't have fins. Mm -hmm. So I had my board, no fins. Um, and there was a spot somewhere in the south side. I can't remember the name at this point, but it was about three hundred yards out to the break. Mm, so okay. kind of far. Three hundred yeah, yards, pretty kind far. Of far yeah. Kind of far. Okay. <laughs> So I was still a novice, but you know I was like catching a couple waves here and there, and I thought I was getting pretty good. So I was like, you know what? It this it was not crowded that day. There was literally nobody there. The break looked good, so I was like, screw it, I'm gonna um, paddle out, right? Yeah. No fins. For whatever reason, I get out there. I'm I'm like dead tired already. The first <laughs> first wave that I see, I I, I catch, I get up, I good, I'm good. Then all of a sudden I wipe out, and the leash comes off my board, right? Oh. Yeah, and the board is gone, and because I don't have fins, I can't catch up to it. Right. You can't swim very fast without the fins. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was like, oh shoot, I'm gonna die. <laughs> so I was literally 300 yards out, no board, my board's gone. I had no fins, and um the pool of like the waves it was pretty hard that day like mm. for whatever reason like when i was trying to paddle back in right i just kept getting pulled back yeah you're probably on the current yeah, yeah so i kept getting pulled back pulled back and i was like 17 or 16 at the time so i was freaking out because yeah. nobody was out there either so I it's not like imagine. i could right no <laughs> fins i was like so stupid so i was like literally like over there like okay i'm gonna die <laughs> so yeah. i just i kind of like for whatever reason, I was like, okay, just you just gotta calm down. That's what they always tell you, right? Like, totally, yes. don't panic. Wait for the like set to pass, mm -hmm. and then it'll be a little bit more calm, and then you can try to use your energy. So, you know, rotated onto my back and just kind of like chilled out there for a little bit. Uh, just tried to stay as calm as possible, even though I'm freaking out. Yeah. And then I freaking after like I swear it was like it felt like an hour of paddling back in. <laughs> I, yeah, no fins as well. I saw it felt like an hour paddling back in. I get back to the shore. It was the most tired I've ever felt in my entire oh life. Oh my God. Yeah, and I was so embarrassed because I was like, <laughs> I must have looked so dumb out there to everybody on the shore. You couldn't find your board after that? No, it was it, it was weird because it was uh, so rough. That's why. The, oh, the okay. water. Yeah, the water just kept pulling it out. And it's like, when you have no fins, right? I couldn't get to the board. And also yeah. because it was going farther out, I had to make a decision. It was mm -hmm. like, do I try to go for my board? Which is yes. pulling out farther and farther. And then I might screw myself. If I don't get it, then mm -hmm. I'm, I'm deeper in the water and totally. it's going to take me longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or do I just, you know, say screw it and then try to get back to the shore? So I, in that moment, I thought I was going to die. I'm like, I don't I'm need the board. Back. Yeah, I'm yeah. going back. I'm going back. I'm not going to try to go farther out. So <laughs> I see. Yeah. So I lost that board, but uh, at least I was alive. Oh, but, yeah. You're alive and you had experience. That's good. No, it was horrible. <laughs> I got scared. It lied. was a good experience, I yeah. guess. It showed me that, you know, even though I'm not the strongest swimmer, I could stay pretty okay in the water. But yeah. I think after that, I just didn't want to bodyboard for a little bit because I was kind of just scared, you know? Yeah. So have you ever had like any like uh, wipeouts or something that like really like freaked you out? Because that's a common thing I feel like for surfers. Like, I think so. 
So yeah. Anybody yeah. surfing or bodyboarding, usually you ha- like hit the reef a couple times, mm-hmm. you know, just from the like magnitude of waves. So have you ever had like those moments, like scary moments? Well, I always feel like whoa, like super scary, like when I'm out in pipeline mm-hmm. or when I'm out in like Mexico, like Perte Escondido, there's like really big wave. What is really big considered? Like twenty feet? Yeah, like over twenty oh feet. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah. So like. But that day is like I just need to keep calm, like you said, you know, uh-huh. and then like focus what I can do out uh-huh. there. And if I think I cannot do or I'm scared, I don't take that wave oh. and I'm going in. Oh, you know? okay. So like just like judging myself how much I can do or not. So I do that all the time. So like not really like bad happening to me. Right. Like super naughty wipeout. Right. Oh, okay. That's good for you then. So you never had any injuries or anything then? Not really, yeah. Okay, perfect. That's really good then. Because, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of people like, because anything can happen out there, right? I've seen people like get like skegs through their head, you know, oh, yeah. getting run over by a different board or like their board flies up and then whacks yes. them in the head. Crazy things. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you never had those issues and that's yeah. good to hear you haven't. That's good. Yeah, because for me, when I think of like surfing and uh, bodyboarding, I feel like it's a sport of, you have to be like in shape and whatnot, but I feel like it's a sport of confidence. You yes, know? confident how, and respect to the nature because they're huge. Like we can't do anything. The waves. You know? Yeah, fight with them. No, no fight with them. Right, that's true. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. Like to get from beginner to intermediate to like the world uh, world champion where you're at, the only difference I feel like is skill for one but it's also like the ability to not be scared to take a 20 foot wave yeah because that's really what it is right mm-hmm. the difference between a one foot and a 20 foot wave that's just it's size you know you're yes. you're the, the ride is kind of almost exactly the same you mm-hmm. you know you get on the exact same uh everything is going to be good after you get on but the whole thing is getting on yeah. you know and being yeah. brave enough to get out there so yeah so that hurdle must have been like rough for you right because you went from like you said um in kanagawa tiny to, wave yeah, <laughs> to big waves. Uncle high wave to the now 20 foot wave so do you remember like your first wave you've ever caught at pot- pipeline pipeline oh i don't remember i was kind of young like i was like probably like 15 years old oh wow yeah but so i was like freaking out i was so scared so like staying in the channel and then watching them like catching wave and like okay I'm going to go to the lucky point, something like that, you know? So eventually you just had to build the courage, right? Yeah, slowly, so it is confidence. slowly, you know? <sighs> Dude, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine being out there because that's such a big thing. So what is the yeah. biggest wave you've ever rode, you think, then? or what? Mexico. Me- how, how big was that wave? It was 20 feet. 20 feet? Yeah, solid. So 20 face or 20... You know what I mean? Like, is it a 40? Yeah, in a Hawaiian, yeah. So, like, hard to say. So yeah. me, like, full time, over full time of me. Oh, okay, okay, so okay. Probably, so yeah, that's, yeah, I think it's a 20, 20 foot or 20 foot, I don't even know, 20 foot face, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they can imagine like full time of me. Da, 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 oh, wait, I, I never thought about that until yeah. you said that right now. So how is waves measured in Japan? In Japan is in the front, but we we use like our body parts to call, oh, today is a chest high. That's oh, what know, they say? Because chest we, high? <laughs> because we don't have much big waves, so oh. we don't need to use like feet or meters. Or meters, right. Yeah. Uh, oh. Today is like we have wave overhead. Wow, you know. <laughs> I never thought of that. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. But so, but other countries and stuff. How do they measure it then? Is it in meters? I think they use like feet. They use feet, yeah, really. Yeah, but on the face though, it's not on the back. Oh, like okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Because yeah, feet is an American thing. But I mean, if you're surfing like in Mexico or Indonesia, I was wondering what the measurement is for that. Yeah, somehow they use feet. Isn't that weird? Because everywhere else in the world yeah. uses, yeah. Maybe just like a surfing and bodyboard came from here. Uh-huh. That's why they follow the rules, right? <laughs> ah, I see, I follow see. Follow the culture. Right, right, right. Okay, so 
Have you always known, like, when you were growing up and stuff, I know that Japan is, like, really big on education, right? So, you、oh. know, going to school, going to college, getting the job, you know,、uh, and doing、mm. all of that stuff. When you were like eight years old, saying you were first getting into bodyboarding, did you know already at that moment that you just wanted to do this as like your career? Well, I always wanted to like bodyboard become my job.、Mm. So that was my goal all the time. But also, like, I really loved to study in school. Oh, okay. So yeah, I studied until the high school. Then, university, I told my mom, like, instead of going to the university, I wanted to follow the world tour. And she, she said, okay. She's like, yes, of course. Really? Yeah, do whatever you want to do. You can go to the university whenever you want, you know? I think it helped a lot that your mom was、um, a former bodyboarder, too. That's yes, why. Because、totally. I feel like most、uh, Japanese parents or Asian parents in general, they'd be like, no, no, go to school. It's yeah, safer. Yeah, they are. Right? But I think like my boss parents go to the university and then they kind of know, like, well, you don't need to go and do what you, whatever you want to do, you know? Right, right. And so that's always the thing that I always tell people, too. Like, there's alternative careers. Like, sometimes school isn't for everybody, you know?、Mm-hmm. And if you really have like a passion and you want to like pursue something,、yeah. you should do it because there, you only have so much time. It's not like, exactly. it's, yeah, it's not like you could go to university and say, okay, no, I'm going to go、uh, later on, I'm going to try to do world champion bodyboarding. Then、yeah. you'll be like 35, yeah, you know, 40. And, too late,、so、yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's like a time limit on like your peak, especially for sports. There's like a peak、mm-hmm. of your career, right? When you're、yes. in like your most fit. Imagine, especially women's, it's so hard. Like,、oh. better doing it younger, you know? That's right. Because、mm-hmm. then if you want to have like a family and stuff too, that changes your whole body and yeah, stuff、totally. through pregnancy. I never、yeah. thought about that. That、mm-hmm. r- must be really hard. Yeah, it's hard. Ah, okay. So you're saying, are you going to stay retired then? Or like, what's your thought process is now? Well, at least like this year and maybe next few years. I'm not going to compete in a world、okay. tour. Right. So I just want to have fun like, and, and teach to the、uh, kids. Like, oh, you're teaching now? Yeah, I'm teaching now, yeah. Oh, okay. So, how do people find like,、uh, where you're like, teaching? Are, are you online? Or? Online now. We are making a website now. But、oh. so far, right now, people can hit me up in Instagram and get the school lesson, you know? That's insane because、yeah. it's like you're getting trained by a world champion bodyguard.、Oh, yeah, like take opportunity, you know? I'm here, so like why not? They so, can ask me whatever they want. That's a good point. So, where would you train them or like where do you guys go out well, to? Well, depend like how good they are, also、uh, how big, you know, they are too. But usually, like they're like around 10 years old kids, so like I always take to the walls, like kick walls. walls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like a little bit like Alamona balls or Kaiser size. It aren't, isn't like walls usually like pretty crowded though? Because I would assume like as、mm-hmm. a kid too, the thing that I remember most was being like in shame, right? Because I wasn't good. So if I wiped out, I'd be like,、oh, <laughs> I get discouraged, you know? So I would think like a place that doesn't have a lot of people would probably be better. But yes. I guess everywhere is kind of crowded on Oahu, huh? Yeah, it is. But Waikiki walls is crowded, but most of them is kids. You know?、Uh, yeah, so like so. they kind of like after school, they go meet up. Plans there and then do a little body ball and play around, you know.、Mm, I guess so. But、yeah, even、like、more so, I feel like I'd be embarrassed in front of my friends seeing me, like, you know,、uh, trying、really? to learn. I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I just always <laughs> I had like a. I think it's a boy's things. Maybe. I think so. My husband, like, even said that too, like, oh, it's kind of competing, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Because、mm-hmm. it's like, oh, how come he's so good and I'm not,、yeah. you know? And it's like, you get discouraged and it's like, okay, never mind. I'll like, go、But、back in already. We help each other,、mm. yeah, to skill up, so. Yeah, that makes sense. So, are your,、like, uh, your people that you know, want to learn from you and stuff, are they mainly females or are they boys too? Boss. Both. Yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. So, you have a lot of guys that want to learn from you too, then. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I, that is cool. I'm super happy. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like I said, I mean, even though you know, it's a, you could get trained, I guess, by like Mac or something if you're a、mm-hmm. guy, but it, it, I'd rather, 
I think it's you have like that touch and you have the, like a uh, presence about you where you feel like comfortable too. Where if you're w- working with a guy, I would assume like it's a little bit more aggressive, you yeah. know, like yeah, and you got like that gentle touch about you mm-hmm. and you know that nature. I okay. think guys like naturally get the maneuver, you know, by a body. Yeah. So they kind of cannot really say in a word. Oh, Can, they can't right. explain how they do it because they do it naturally. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, but we use brain first to uh-huh. think about it. How can I do that maneuver, you know? That's why we can say in a word really, like, makes sense to them. Oh. Maybe that's why they want to take my lesson. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Do you have, like, people that um are, like, uh, Japan-speaking and stuff take your Oh, yeah, they too? are Japanese, too, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really good, then. Yes. Yeah, because one of the first things that I told you when you came into the studio and stuff and we weren't uh, recording yet, is I was saying it's insane how good your English is. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, I, for whatever reason, I was like, I thought you were like born and raised Hawaii because your English is pretty good. Nah. No, seriously. And so when did you move to Hawaii, you said in 2018, 2017? 2019, yeah. 19. So how did your English get that good then? Were you speaking a lot while you're on tour? Yes, I had to speak English while doing the tour because I had to understand like, you know, tomorrow's schedule, today's schedule, all the rule, everything. And interviews and stuff after. Yeah, interviews some stuff. So like slowly by slowly I run. So you you taught yourself then? Yes. Wow. That's yeah. so, see, I'm always so impressed with people from Japan that can like speak dual languages because uh, we had another guy in here recently, Eden Kai. Uh, mm-hmm. He's from Japan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ukulele, yeah, mm-hmm. ukulele player. So he's from Japan. And same thing with him. His English is really good. He lived here a lot longer, so yeah. you can't really hear an accent at all. But um, for you, you've only been here for two years. And it's like perfect. Mm-hmm. You can Thank answer you. every single question that I have and all yeah. of this. And, yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> but my impressive. English based by uh, like you guys, Hawaiians. So sometimes I threw the pigeon to like public oh. interview and they're like, what does it mean? Like, oh, well, I don't know the proper English. You so know? it's like you're speaking three languages, pigeon, English, yeah, and Japanese. Yeah, funny. <laughs> that's awesome. So when you moved, uh, you guys originally moved to Maui, but now you're located on Oahu. Yes. What was the uh, reason you guys moved to Oahu, if you don't want me asking? Yeah, so my husband, he's a professional bodyboarder, yes. but he became a lifeguard in Oahu. Oh. That's the main reason why we moved here. Oh, okay, okay, I see. Is he still competing or is he retired too? He's still competing. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. So you're done and he's still on that grind yeah, in the competition Yeah, so I want to like kind of coaching him, but he's like, mm, you know, I can do it by myself. Like, okay, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> Yeah. Very interesting. It's very interesting that yeah. you guys uh, both are like in that competitive mindset. So do you guys go out like often when you guys are like wanting to bodyboard and stuff? Do you go together or is it more like you just kind of go on your own based well, off your schedule? Well, now it's like he kind of work on a full time right now. So like it's hard to surf together. But mm. when we are off together, we go surf together. Oh, that's nice. Then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I always wondered like, would you want to spend that much time? And because mm-hmm. bodyboarding is kind of like work, you know, kind of if that's like his, mm-hmm. you know, you're doing it for competition. Would you want to be with your spouse at the same time? You know, like, I don't know yeah, how yeah, that works. Yeah. So. It's always fun to like um, boogie mind with me, mm-hmm. you know, somebody mm-hmm. I can like, what do you say? Like share the good time with because um, ultimately, that's what it comes down to, right? Like yeah. surfing and b- bodyboarding is a sport that's supposed to be something you do because it's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. fun. I think if you take it too seriously, then it, it can kind of like ruin the whole experience, it's right? Totally. Like that's the wall I hit like uh, after like two, I got the wall title. Like yeah. I don't know, this is my job. I doing this for oh. making money or I'm doing this for fun. For the passion, the love. Yeah, for the passion. And mm. it kind of lo- lost 
mind there. So like oh. I had to like little take a break to think about it. I really love bodyboarding. Now I get back to the roots, so I'm super happy. That's really wise of you because most people in your situation, you know, after winning that title, they wouldn't just say, "Okay, I'm gonna retire now." They would mm. try to capitalize, like you said, uh, try to get as much money as possible because yeah. you know sponsors and stuff. Because now you're world champion, you have a lot of sponsors coming. Um, but to say you wanted to take a step back and like look at where's your heart at, you yes, know, exactly. I think that's really cool. Thanks. No, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. So that's really good to hear. Um, because now, you know, we're still kind of in COVID periods and even though you're retired, is there like training or something that you do for like your body to try to stay in shape and stuff in case you do get back into competition mode? Yes, I always ready. So I, uh, I do yoga every day. Oh, okay. And I do a quad training most of the day. So yeah. Because most, uh, is this common? I'm not sure. Like for surfing or for bodyboarding, do people actually work out for it or is just the workout is being out in the ocean? Well, it's hard. Like uh, people are doing like really seriously compete. Okay. And then they probably do a training or whatever. Uh-huh. But so far, I don't really see many people doing like workout for the competition or anything right 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 mm-hmm. okay yeah because i was thinking about that i was like i don't really see yeah. any like super like people are training their muscles or anything because I, I don't think it would help you you kind of want to be lighter mm-hmm. right so you can like yeah. be faster yeah you have to cho- really like picky about like how to train your body uh, yeah okay. because your body gonna change like after you train but that's matching for the surfing Maybe not, you know, maybe yes. So right. like they have, they should have like really good trainer. And it must be like a lot of cardio, I would assume, because mm-hmm. how long is a competition or like how long is a heat? Oh, the heat is only 20 minutes. 20 minutes out yes. in the ocean. Okay. But it's going to be like a whole like two weeks period. You have to be ready. Anytime you have to be ready. You're going to go to the water. Oh, like, because it has. they have to wait for the waves to be a certain height yeah, or something. Yeah, whenever a good wave, they're going to do competition. So how, do, how does that work? They just call you in the morning and say, okay, we're, we're on today. Yeah, so like they call in the morning, okay, like come like eight o'clock. Really? And then they're going to tell you we're going to do it like this, 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 or we're going to be off, you know. So even for the fans, they don't know when you they guys are competing. They don't know. Nobody knows. What? Yeah. That's That's crazy. why it's super hard to keep the mental, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so it's over a, two, a span of two weeks, but how long is the actual competition? Is it three yeah. days? Actual competition, probably like four to five days. Four to five days. Yes. Okay, okay. So there could be like, you know, times in between then. Yeah. So that means, and how many heats do you do in one day? Usually, for me, it's like a one or two. Uh-huh. But sometimes, like, only like one day we have a wave, and we have to do everything until everything the final. Everything in one day. Yeah. If that happens, like, we have to do, like, five or six times compete. That's, like, in- like incredible hard. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Because you're out in the water for hours, that means. Yeah, super nice, like, dehydrated, like, oh, super really? tired, and have to focus, you know. So that can't be something that's good for you guys, then. Yeah, yeah, so at mo- you really want to try to avoid. Was the Belmar Pro like a one day event thing, or was that? That was a four days event. Oh, that was four days. Yeah, which was cool because I can do like one day, one heat, mm-hmm. and it, so each day one heat. I did. Oh, okay, that's way better then. Yeah, way better. Because then you're at like your peak physical fitness every day too. You know, you're not tired. Because mm-hmm. I'm assuming like if you got all the way to the final heat, right? You know, mm-hmm. you make all of that competition. Your body must be so drained. Oh man, yeah. So it's like literally <laughs> just who can survive at this point, totally, right? Totally, like who have like a physical skill and like a mental skill. I guess, yeah, yeah. But it'd be better for the competition overall if you're at 100%, you know, yes. entering the final mm-hmm. day because totally. for the fans too, they want to see you at your best, not like you just being tired and like, Yeah, okay, they want to see the best performance in the final, especially in the finals. Right, so. right, right, okay. 
So that's uh, is there like um, for your social media, right? Mm-hmm. You have a pretty big following. I think it's like thirty thousand or something. A lot Shmokai. of people. Yes, yeah, small <laughs> Would you say that you're the most followed account for uh, bodyboarding for women? I don't know. Like it mm. seems like a more men's following me. Oh really? Is that yeah. like your audience is men? Yeah, it's men's. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Well, yeah. because you have like a very interesting page because uh, you know we were talking about your your previous. Uh, work as a uh, world champion, you know, uh, p- professional uh, c- competitions at Pipeline, all of this. But then, as you said, you retired and you kind of did a shift in your career. And now, mm-hmm. um, the way that High Connect found you is we saw you as a model more so than a, a oh, bodyboarder. Yeah, so because that's that. a lot of your content, right? Mm-hmm. It's because you do bodyboarding uh, and you put those up, but you also like have like a lot of like beach pictures and yes. you know modeling and like fitness stuff. Mm-hmm. So that was a really interesting shift. Did you start focusing on the social media more after you retired? Not really, like, more focusing when I'm in a tour. Now, like, I just want to have fun in a boogie. So, mm. like, don't even want to do, like, social media, actually. Oh, yeah. you don't want to. I don't want to, really? to be honest. Yeah. Oh, that's very, very interesting. Yes, but I do it for sponsor, you right. know. Because you are sponsored. You have your own boogie board, right? Yes. Uh, so, Science Bodyboard is my biggest sponsor right now. Science and then I, they made my signature model this year. What's it called? It's Ayaka model. <laughs> Ayaka model. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> That's a pretty simple name. Yeah, very simple. <laughs> easy to remember. Yeah, easy to remember, easy to find. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you have your own bodyboard. That must have been crazy when they said, Hey Ayaka, do you want us to make you your own bodyboard? Yeah, I was super happy. That was one of my dreams. So like, oh, thanks. <laughs> there yeah, there's not very many like I can't even remember the brands that I was using before, but there's not very many. There's not a lot of options. So, yeah. you know, to have somebody reach out and create a model for you mm-hmm. specifically, that's kind of insane to think about. Yeah. It's a science bodyboard. It's the biggest bodyboard company. And oh, yeah? that's from Hawaii. So They're like, from Hawaii? Yeah, it's from Hawaii. Oh, how yeah. long have they been in business for? It's a been a long time i think so the mike stewart he's a nine-time world champion okay. he's like a pioneer of bodyboarding okay he created the brand like really long time ago it should be like over 20 years wow yeah how have i not heard of science bodyboard before i think you see it i you probably, probably know yeah yeah but you probably, probably have. have it <laughs> yeah maybe i do have it and i yeah. just don't even know <laughs> i think so <laughs> okay so that's awesome and so even though like you're out of competition they're still you're still sponsored by them right yes that's crazy. So that's a testament to you because even though you're not in the scene, they still like believe in you as a person so much mm-hmm. as a figure that they want to like put their name behind you. Yeah. Yeah. Does that's that put like pressure cool. on you though to like feel like you should compete and stuff to like represent more? Or? Not really. So like oh. once I kind of like decided to not compete more, like I talk, I went to talk to each sponsor, you know, like I didn't really want to do compete anymore. Oh, so like so I kind of want to focus. Yeah. Just for fun and like uh, connect to the next generation. Like I want to mm. teach them. And if you still want to sponsor me, I'm super happy. But if you don't, I'm good. Thank you so much. You know. Oh wow, that's yeah. very that's very like respectful that you did that and stuff. Because most people would just be like, you know, they wouldn't even care. They like, just be like, bye. yeah, exactly. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. So that's really cool that uh, to see that science bodyboards. You know, they still stuck with you after yeah, that. Yeah, super cool. I really appreciate it. Did you, were your like other sponsors and stuff, like mainly Japanese companies? Or? Oh, yeah. So there is like a Murasaki Sports. That's the biggest surf shop in Japan. I've heard of Murasaki Sports. Oh, you heard it? They have like um shops. That's why like, uh, I can't remember. I don't think it was in it's Shibuya. It's like a yellow and purple Purple. Yes, sticker. purple. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So that company has been supporting me since when I was eight. Really? Murasaki Sports? Till now. 
Really? Yes. Yeah, so wow. like we have really good relationship, and they still support me even I live in here. Wow. Yeah. So like it's it's like a family for me. Cause they're not even like just uh bodyboarding. They're they're like a, just a sports store in general, yes. right? Like everything, surf, bodyboard, snowboarding, snowboard, yeah. and skateboarding. Now it's super big. Dance, you know. Wow. Golf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cause yeah, when I when we went, I remember um seeing that shop. I can't remember exactly where we were. There is it. There's Everywhere. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. So they're a really, really big company then. It's a big company, yeah. And they were sponsoring you when you were eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. They, they take care of me, yeah. That's awesome. So is mm-hmm. it because like was your mom like a very, very famous bodyboarder oh, too? No. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So how did they find out about you? Were you just really good at the age of eight and they're like, Oh, okay, we want to follow that girl because she has talent. Uh, it's just like uh, when I started, I had to buy board, yeah? Okay. So first thing I went was like Murasaki Sports, mm-hmm. and then there are people working there, and then she was actually a professional bodyboarder, uh-huh. and then she teach me like how to do boogie, how to choose a boogie board. Uh-huh. So she's the one, like she kind of like pulled me into the Murasaki Sports. Wow. Yeah. So you just kind of got lucky with that then? That... Yeah, totally. Like go with the flow. It wow. just went with the flow, yeah. Interesting, because mm-hmm. yeah, most people don't get like sponsorships like that until you know, like way later in life, and you know, you yeah, got... somehow like I just did, right? I don't know, like that's mm-hmm. amazing. So you, you're saying that you, uh, you know, you're kind of like out of the sport, and you're trying to like you know pass this on to the next generation and stuff. You're opening up the website. What is the website called? If you don't mind me asking, Wonder Boogie Store. Wonder Boogie Store. Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. Okay. <laughs> so do you guys sell like other things on there, like merch and stuff too, or? Yeah. So we do a uh, lesson there, and we sell apparel line, okay. and we sell. I make a sunscreen right now. You make your own sunscreen too? Yes, I do. I should bring for you one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did that start? Well, that started since COVID started because I didn't do anything to do in Maui. So like, okay, like let me make a sunscreen for myself. You manufa- you created this and manufacture it yourself? Yes, in the house. What? Homemade sunscreen. Like mainly like I made for my husband because right. he has allergy of like sunflower seed. Okay. And most of the sun, like um, leaf safe sunscreen has sunflower seeds somehow oh yeah so that is why like okay let me trying to make it for him uh-huh then like i started make it and like getting better and better so like okay let's sell it you know wow okay so is this like coming like a tube or is it like a spray or how does this work yeah so it's like a paper tube like push up like stick surf stick oh, oh okay i see yeah yeah so it, like you can put it into the face like delect mm, mm-hmm. and you make that that's crazy <laughs> it's a really good sunscreen i should send you one yeah what is, so what is the brand name is it wonder boogie no it's that mask sunscreen that mask sunscreen yeah <laughs> okay i gotta go see we'll put all of this in the description because yeah. you have so much things going on which is so awesome much things going on yeah but that's really cool because uh one thing that i did just learn uh from another guest that was on here her name is allison chu um she's miss hawaii usa mm-hmm. so oh, she cool. yeah so she yeah. was telling me like one of her big things that she's an advocate for sunscreen and stuff as well oh, wow. and i didn't know about this reef safe sunscreen stuff yeah which yeah. is really bad she kind of looked at me like what and i was like well i don't go to the beach very often oh i see but, <laughs> yeah but even so i was telling her you know like i use the like spray bottles and stuff mm-hmm. she said that's re- probably bad that. yeah she said it's bad yeah it, it hurts the reef and also like you know a lot of pollution and like in the uh, air and stuff too mm-hmm. so that's good that you like did you know about this stuff for a while is it just from being out in the ocean that you know like yeah i knew we, we all knew about it a long time oh and then we see like all the tourists using super chemical sunscreen we didn't want to see that so oh. like we tried to create the uh, safe sunscreen and trying to spread it you know oh because when you think about it too i would assume like if you're using bad sunscreen and if it's killing reefs right yeah the reef is what usually causes the break right mm-hmm. 
So if if they're killing off all the reef, then there might eventually be no break. So, so that would, yeah, totally. Like, right? Maybe we don't have fish, or like we just like our wash. Or there's no waves, so and you can't even dirty. surf anymore. Yeah, yeah, because there has to be something that causes the wave to go. So if you're mm-hmm. like killing the uh, reefs and stuff, dang, I never thought about that. But this is like this is why I like talking to people like you because you have like this really great perspective because you're out in the ocean like all the time. Would you say you're out there like yeah. five days a week, <laughs> six days a week? Yeah. Or every day? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Half and half. Half and half. Half, half. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Especially now, I think. Isn't like uh, winter time is usually, it's it's getting into winter time. That's oh, usually yes. when the swells are the biggest, right? Yes. Like summer was like, oh, small and I didn't even have a motivated buggy. Uh-huh. So like finally started to come in in the winter swell. So I'm super happy and start to go to the North Shore a lot. Uh, yeah. What's your like ideal, like if you're just cruising, you know, you're not trying to get like too crazy. What's your ideal like wave size? Like wave for, size? Fun? for yeah. fun? Yeah, for fun. Mm, maybe four to six. Oh, okay. So Super like that fun. medium. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, I would assume like the small ones don't do anything for you at this point. It's not yeah, a for yeah, real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at one or two feet, I feel like that's like whitewash only. Yeah, like I take longboard that day. <laughs> oh, so you do longboard too then? Sometimes, yeah. Really? You're mm-hmm. a traitor. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. It's actually, you can find like a new things when I'm like standing on a surfboard. Oh, like you Like it's learned? a different view, yeah? Oh. Different view, different takeoff spot, different right. wave choice. It's kind of like makes me like realize, oh, maybe I can do this maneuver in this section in bodyboard. Oh, so yeah. it helps your bodyboarding it's game. Helped. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's good to know. But yeah, that's cool that you can do both because yeah, some people just only stick with one thing and they yeah, don't totally. try to like. And also we can understand them. Yes. We, the know? mindset, so, right? Yeah. The mindset. That's that's smart. So you're trying to bridge mm-hmm. the gap then. Yeah. And I guess it helps that like, you know, Mac also was like, has a surfing background. So he kind of knows all of that too. Totally. Like he helped me a lot. I mean, like not helping, like he influenced me a lot, you know? Mm, I see. Yeah, so he doesn't surf at all anymore then. He surfed. He's still sh- like shortboarding, longboarding, oh, okay. like, you know. So the summer, he took like shortboard to go Kaisers and do surfing. Oh, okay, okay. Interesting. So, yeah, he just goes between the two. But he's not a professional surfer. He's a professional bodyboarder. Professional bodyboarder. Oh, okay. And he, does he have plenty of sponsors and stuff like you too? Or? Oh, yeah, he has the same sponsor with me. So he's supported by Science Bodyboard. Does he have his own bodyboard though? Not yet, oh. but they're planning. They're planning. <laughs> In planning, okay. But right now it's only Ayaka, world champion. Yes. <laughs> so what is your plans for the future then, Ayaka? You're just planning to just keep sticking with, you know, uh, trying to train the next generation and stuff. Do you think you're ever going to mm-hmm. move back to Japan and like try to help out the generation over there? Or you, you feel like you want to plant your roots in Hawaii? Yeah, I think I'm going to stick in Hawaii for the next few years or like maybe more longer for sure because mm-hmm. I love here. And I'm trying to teach kids to just like create the next generation. Uh. That's all I want to do. I just want to split like this. How fun is bodyboarder? Uh, especially I feel like for the women too because I don't see any women bodyboarders usually Not much, here. Yeah, here. Not much, yeah. Not much. Yeah, so that's something that would be really cool if you could like start to motivate more women to go out and bodyboard yes. and stuff too. I think it's a really good exercise too. So like somehow like I want to pull all the women students. Bodyboard, not longboard. Bodyboard, come, 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 come. <laughs> come, come, come. Yeah. Over here. It's cheaper, <laughs> it's safer, and you can have fun. So much fun in it. Anyway, you know? that's true. That's yeah. true. And if you want a good workout because you are working your legs more, it's good for your legs. You yeah, know, yeah, legs, <laughs> hip, and all the backs. So you can get really good style. Yeah, <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, if we had like uh, me and my wife just had a son, and I was always thinking like 
uh, what's going to happen. Like, do is he going to get into like water sports? Is he going to get into any kind of sports mm-hmm. and stuff? Uh, so we want to try to get him, you know, swimming as soon as possible. And if oh, he ends yeah. up going down that route, then, you know, maybe we'll call you for the training. Of course. <laughs> maybe give him fin and body boy and yeah. let's see what's happening. Yeah, fin, fins first because fins we, first. we've learned what happened with no fins. Good learning. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dude, I honestly was so scared that day. Like, oh, I can imagine. Have you ever boogied without fins before? Well, I do. Like when I stand up boogie, it's without fin. Oh, yeah. I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, so just paddle everything you know so when you stand up boogie that must be a hard hard paddle out very hard because it's crazy hard <laughs> so you know that i was that's why i was dying yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> i never thought about that because it would look ridiculous if you're doing stand up with fins on some some people do but it's really? hard you yeah. stand up with fins yeah my husband do i don't know how he do that but and so do. when you drop knee is it with fins or is it with your bare feet too yes so drop knee with the fins oh it's with fins yeah. okay on this doogie we don't use the fins Ah. So like we have to paddle super hard, right? Yeah, because it's all arms. Yeah, because so your feet are basically useless without the fins. Very useless. <laughs> like you're out of the water, you know. Yeah, exactly. So like first time I tried stand up boogie, it was like 2019, mm. and I couldn't even catch wave. I couldn't take off because my paddle was like super weak. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I never paddle, you know. Because yeah, when you're you gotta like really push, push, push when you're about to take off. Yes. And that comes all from the fins usually. So yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. So hard. <laughs> yeah. So is it, did you have to like train your arms a lot more to, or like? Yeah, just like try Stuggy more time, you know, to get used to it. Like oh. where this like takeoff spot and then like when I start to paddling, how hard. And then now I figured it out. So I oh, can take right, off right. now. So I, maybe the takeoff, you just need to be a little bit more in front so that you're kind of yes. like, ah, I see it's a little bit less mm-hmm. work. Oh, that's really crazy that you have to like do all these little switches in your head and it's not yeah, just yeah, the same yeah. the whole way. That's why it's fun. Like in, every day is running, maybe until die. Yeah. And I guess that's cool. What's cool about that sport too is that every day is different too. Because you never know different. what the, yeah, you don't know what the waves are going to look like. You don't mm-hmm. know how the environment's going to be around it. Yeah. There's so many factors that come into play and stuff as well, right? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay. Well, this is all really good information for me to learn because... If I ever get back into it, which I probably won't, I don't know. That one time just traumatized me. Uh, I you do want to come back. Yeah, I know, and then I can study yeah. with you. Maybe I'll be, uh, you know, one of the students. Sounds great. <laughs> We're welcome. <laughs> well, because my dad used to do it. That's why. Oh, sick. Yeah, and he would go to um, Pakala's, which is on the west side of Kauai. Yeah, yeah. You been to Pakala's? Yeah. So that's like uh, I went with him a couple times, and he was older uh, back in high school. I think he was like forty-five and fifty or something. So it's something you can do like your whole life for real. Oh, like, totally. Like this, if you go to the Waikiki Walls, you see like. Like, like two years old to the like I don't know how they how old they're but over seventy for sure. Really? Yeah. So like over you 70. can do like really tiny baby to the like really old people. And it's it's just that's wow that's really like when you think about it there's not too many sports that you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because so usually scary. like. Because swimming or like, you know, being in the ocean is one of the best things for your overall body because mm-hmm. it's not like hard on your joints. It's not like running. Yes. Right. That are destroying your mm-hmm. knees or anything, you know. Um, so you can have like a long life, I guess, in that yeah. s- space. In yeah. the water. Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay. That's all good to know. Yeah, it's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> My wife does. I I think she knows how to swim. Uh, she's going to listen to this and she's going to well, be like, no what? need to know about swimming because you have board and fins. That is not true because what happens if you lose your board? <laughs> you are not going to lose a board. I lost my board. <laughs> I was really dumb Just, back then, yeah, though. Yeah, tight well, your leash. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. But, I mean, you you should probably know how to swim, though. 
And he's a really good bodybuilder, so check it out. His Instagram, and he's more on it, Instagram now, so more oh, than yeah? me. Yeah, so <laughs> really? More than you? Yeah, more than me, because I, you know, give him pressure, like you have to do social media. <laughs> it helps so much with, uh, you know, getting your name out there and stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, I think so. Okay. So, yeah, hopefully he can come talk with you soon. Yeah, I would love to talk to Mac yeah. as well. He sounds like he has a very interesting life. Is he um, from Hawaii? He's from Maui, yeah. So he's born and raised Maui. Yes. And you guys met through bodyboarding, I'm assuming. In a world tour in Portugal. In Portugal, you guys in, met, yeah, not even in Hawaii. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you just recently got married, too. Congratulations. Thank you so that much. That was in 2019 yeah. or 2020 or something. Yes, 2020, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. We met like 2017 in Portugal. I see him first time and like, oh my God, he's so hot. He's going to be my husband. Oh, from the first sight yeah, you thought that? Yeah, from the first, yeah. So did you chase him or he chased you? I chased him. Hey, <laughs> that's what's up. I chased him, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's <laughs> I'm super happy. He's still with me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And you guys yeah. are so good together. Like, oh, you're thanks. very supportive of him. I remember when we were first working and stuff too, mm-hmm. you brought up, oh yeah, yeah, you know, like, um, not only me, like I can do sponsors and stuff too, but I have my husband who's also a professional bodyboarder. Yeah. So that was really nice because, you know, you're trying to like help as a couple rather than yeah, just yourself. Because some people are only focused on themselves, but I, I think, think that's I really that. cool. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I like that. Yeah. I and I also like that him. you chased him. That's really, that's really good. <laughs> I know. Everybody like tell me like, oh, he chased you. No, 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 no. It's opposite. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you have like that competitive fire and, you know, like you you do things that are not really part of the norm. Like, mm-hmm. usually the guy chases the girl, but also usually the guys would beat the girl at bodyboarding, but that didn't happen for you either. Yeah. You know? yeah. So you're always, like, just on it, on just it. Just on it. Go yeah. for it. I like it. Yeah, just go for it. So yes. that'll be a, <laughs> so that's the saying now with Ayaka, just go for it. Go for um, it. Check her out on Instagram. I, what is your Instagram handle? Uh, Ayaka Suzuki. Just That's no clearly right now. No clearly right okay. now. Ayaka yeah. Suzuki. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, you can check her out over there. Are you on any other social medias right now? No, we have a Twitter, but most for the Japanese. And oh, okay. we have a Facebook page. And now, like, website is launching soon. So hopefully we can... Everybody going to visit our website. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. not live yet. Not live yet. Okay, okay. So mm-hmm. we'll add that into the description later on once that's all good. But Thanks. yeah, I'm, I'm very happy to have you in the studio today. Thank you so much for your time, Ayaka. And it yeah. was really great just getting to know you and stuff and finally meeting you in person. Yeah, thank you so much. And hopefully everybody listen to this podcast. Try bodyboard. Yes, yes, especially the women. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a try. And if you guys need help, uh, we have the best coach in the world, world champion, Ayaka Suzuki Krilly. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much. (laughs) Have a good day, Okay, thank you everybody for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next time. But for now, uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. Aloha. (laughs) Cheers.